Hello everyone, welcome back to the Millennial Investor Podcast. Today we have with us Mr. Gajinder Kothari of Etika Wealth Management and we will be discussing investing in mutual funds as compared to other investment products. Before we start Gajinder sir, I want to say a big thank you for coming on to the podcast. You have a lot of experience in this field and I'm very happy to have you here today. The pleasure is all mine Vinambra. I'm glad uh... You know that uh, at such a young age, you are doing this awesome stuff to try and share learnings about various financial services products with a wider audience. Uh, guess I, you know, uh, when I was your age, I should have this wisdom. Uh, you know, unfortunately, uh, we all had to do trial and error with our own money. And by the time we realized that we are doing things the wrong way, it was pretty late. So today, uh, through this podcast, we don't want our young, young friends, uh, you know, the millennial friends, uh, not to make the same mistake that we did and uh, if they're able to do it right way i'm sure at least 10 years of their work life you know they can save uh, in in terms of creating wealth so so i'm very excited absolutely that's that's absolutely what my goal is i want the people who are starting out to achieve financial freedom freedom as soon as possible and because i think mutual funds is such a good vehicle to do this this is why I'm covering the this topic. So, you know, let's start off with you telling us a little bit about yourself, what you do, and how it relates yes. to mutual funds. Of course. So, remember, you know, uh, I when I did my MBA, uh, uh, you know, at the campus final campus placement, uh, there was one mutual fund company who came to a com- campus, UTI Mutual Fund, and they were recruiting few people. Uh, from there until then i always wanted to join consulting field like big four kpmgs of the world or ernst young you know everybody in the b school wants to go to these dream companies because they the job profile sounds very glamorous the names are uh, you know the, the top ones uh, so when this company came i had no idea about mutual funds uh, and then in one night i kind of did a bit of research uh, about what it is what it means and the next day i went for the interview uh, somehow i got selected and uh, and that is how my brush with mutual funds started uh, you know until then i had zero idea about what mutual funds are and then when i joined uti in bombay uh, then we were sent for a one week training uh, to understand the basics and then i joined uh, one of the centers uh, one of the you know uh, client centers at uh, bombay uh, in juhu area so in 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 my first day i was sent to go and sell mutual funds to corporate clients, uh, you know, like a cold calling kind of thing. So I had no clue about it. And uh, in that first one to three months of uh, my job, I used to meet a lot of individual customers who would come to UTI branch. They had no idea what uh, their parents would have done. And they would come with a lot of papers, uh, old papers, and uh, wanting to get idea on what these papers mean and does it have any value or uh, what they should be doing with it. So that is when I would take deep interest. I would kind of interact with them, and I realized that people have very little of little financial literacy okay. in our country. Uh, you know, when it regards to money, so so I realized that uh, there is a big last mile gap out there, and uh, and I realized that I have the natural uh, you know uh, inclination to talk to these people, mm-hmm. find out their issues, and then help them in in a very simplified way that what they should be doing with their money. Right. That is when I realized that I have. I have a huge career uh, in this profession, but of course that I was 24, 
that time when I'm, uh, you know, nobody would take me seriously. I had no client base of my own, uh, right? Nobody knew me. So I said, let me work a few more years in the corporate world. So I continued to work for seven years in UTI. And then I realized that now this is a good time uh, to kind of, you know, uh, and I was in London also for three years. Uh, you know, I, I, UTI sent me to London. There also I realized that many people have no idea, even in UK uh, and other markets, people have no idea about uh, personal finance. Then I realized that I, I think I should come back to India and start my own firm uh, where I can give this, uh, you know, unbiased advice. And, you know, in 2004 to seven. There's a lot of mis-selling happening in Indian markets, particularly uh, mm -hmm. the banks, uh, the large national distributors were selling wrong products to the client because they were earning higher commissions. They would sell insurance policies. They would they would sell mutual funds with higher commission uh, payouts, and uh, you know, and markets were going up. Or, so nobody would complain. Also, right? But then 2008 happened. Markets crashed. A lot of people lost a lot of money, uh, and then you know. And then I decided, you know, I think this is a good time to come back and start mm. something where you believe that uh, this is uh, this is this is a wonderful product, a vehicle, as you said. And that's when I started with my own investment. And my whole idea was that I will put my clients' money where I'm putting my own money, my family's money, so that there is absolutely skin in the game, and uh, you know, there is no conflict of interest. I can show transparently uh, what I've been doing with my money, how much I earn when I invest in these things. Uh, you know, and if I recommend these products to my clients, how much, you know, uh, fees would I earn by selling those products? So that I wanted it to be complete, transparent affair. That's how we started Etika Wealth in 2009, uh, November. And gradually, slowly, we started building up this space. Uh, our, our primary focus area was to do investor awareness programs. Uh, because we felt that because people had no idea about investments, uh, if they come to our investment uh, awareness programs and sit for two hours, and in an open way, we tell them what these vehicles are, pros, cons, everything. Let them then decide whether it makes sense for them or not. And after the programs, you know, few of them would come back to us and say, okay, we liked your session. And now we want to start in a gradual way. That's how our journey began in 2009-10. Uh, you know, and we have slowly built this business over the last 14, 15 years now almost. Wow. We're very happy. Uh, so we deal only with individual clients. Uh, we don't deal with corporate clients. We don't even deal with high net worth also. You know, somebody who has very large corpus of money, like 10 crores or 15 crores on day one. We're not very comfortable because we feel that they already have too many advisors with them. You know, uh, we may not be able to add much value. And that is why our sweet spot is more or less like retail segment. Somebody with a 10 lakh, 15 lakh, 25 lakh uh, or one crore kind of corpus. And we want to create wealth over 10, 15, 20 years. The idea is to be, be partnered in their journey and help them in wealth creation, help them achieve their financial goals uh, in life and never ever have to worry about money or the lack of it, you know. So so that is why uh, we started Etika and today we, in hindsight, when we look, I think God has been kind, uh, the journey has been wonderful and we absolutely love our work. Yeah, I can see when I came to your office, firstly, wonderful offer and just coming in, with your with your own, you know, the motivation you have and the passion you have for mutual funds. That itself, I think, probably was a big reason for Etika to grow and become where it is today. But so speaking more about, you know, mutual funds in India, mutual funds AUM, it's increased five folds within within the last 10 years. No doubt it's gaining a lot of traction. What characteristics do you think of mutual funds? are primarily responsible for driving this growth? 
yeah so the the main characteristics i would say is the simplicity of the product okay, okay. Uh, it's a very simple product anybody with even 100 rupees can begin investing okay 500 rupees even monthly uh, all teenagers your friends you know yeah. who are young yeah. they yeah. can start investing by 500 rupees right uh, all they need is a is a pan card uh, and an aadhar card and a bank account which are absolutely essential basic essential right like, yeah. today it's done online as well uh, so you don't need to go to any branch office or any center you can sit sitting in your uh, office or home clicking on few apps you can do it you know yeah. so that is one secondly uh, it is completely transparent uh, venambra uh, you know you know exactly even if you are putting 500 rupees you know exactly where your money is going what are the charges that you are paying okay yeah. what are the tax uh, taxation uh, uh, you know on on each of these products but the most most powerful thing which why i believe that the industry has grown 5x or you know in the last 5 7 years is the regulation okay regulation so many of yes many of you know the audiences might not know who is the regulator so sebi securities and exchange board of india mm-hmm. is the regulator for mutual funds uh they have done a fabulous job in the last 12 13 years uh to get the industry where it is today uh, because they are so tight about the regulations um uh, you know they are trying to plug any loophole which exists right uh, so that nobody can take undue advantage of it and today i'm proud to say that you know i've seen markets in europe in singapore in us our regulations are one of the finest you know uh, uh, when it compares to other markets so as an investor you can abs- you can sleep peacefully at night you don't have to worry about any kind of frauds happening uh, you know your money is being managed in the most diligent way of course yeah. of course see uh, in every industry there will be few bad apples right there will be few people who will try to game the system but by and large if 99% of the system is okay uh, you don't have to worry that yeah fair. i'm so that, okay. yeah carry on so that that you know that gives me that uh, comfort you know oh, and comfort, yeah i have always realized in investing or in life the more simple you try to keep your things and affairs right the the the, the results will be enormous and powerful yeah. uh, so with your money it should be absolutely sim- simple finally the objective of your money is to earn your returns right whatever returns mm-hmm. you expect right and uh, if a simpler product can do this job uh, you should try and stick to that for sure and i think with sebi you know it's all the more important because you were speaking about pre 2008 the number of people that were selling wrong and inaccurate products so it must have been a very big and um, you know detailed journey for sebi also to get this in the indian industry absolutely yeah, yeah. you know normally in our country we have this joke that in all the bollywood movies you know when after long after crime is committed uh, you know the police comes right uh, you know yeah. on the scene crime yeah, yeah, yeah. right uh, but now at least i'm proud to say that sebi is trying to preempt many of the things which could have happened but yeah. is not happening because of yeah yeah true. true 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 so now that we've understood you know that the following like these characteristics are driving mutual fund growth how does this compare to other equity investment based products you think like a portfolio management services or direct equity investing right so yeah so there are various roads to create wealth one uh, you can invest directly in stock markets that is the direct way where you don't uh, 
where you don't kind of uh, take anybody's help you do your own research yeah. uh, and you buy stocks directly in your name and uh, you make and, and of course the charges are the least because you're not taking any help or advice you know all you pay is the brokerage charges right and once the shares are in your demat account then you can hold as long as you want and you're not paying any fees on that uh, thing uh, of course that is that is the best way and uh, this thing but but there are three criterias you need to understand it, uh, to be a great stock picker first of all you need to have a deep interest in this area yeah. right you to be really passionate about investing like warren buffett right uh, you know these are people who 24 by 7 365 days only thinks about investments they do a lot of research and stuff like that so they have a passion uh, that is the first thing uh, it can't be a part time activity uh, you know uh, uh, you can't you know do just like 5 minutes on a day you know and and think that you can make money you have to spend considerable time yeah. second thing you have to have knowledge okay uh, knowledge is very important you might have you might have interest but if you don't have knowledge and uh you know you don't have the art to understand the balance sheet right financial statements yeah. then you'll go wrong because there are 5000 companies listed on the markets you don't know which one to pick uh, and one thing of course you should remember 90% of the companies in the market destruct destroys wealth okay 90% uh, of the companies wealth yes okay. whether in india or in us markets uh, it's worldwide it's the same only 5 to 10% companies create wealth and out of those 5 10% company only handful of companies become multi baggers like like the infosys or or you know mrf the stories that we hear right so it's it's very difficult to pick that needle in the haystack right and that is why you need deep research uh, and finally you need a lot of full time you know uh, the third is yeah. the time uh, as i said you need you need to devote at least 5 7 hours 8 hours every day to research to balance, to to read as many balance sheets after these three things the fourth thing that you need is luck okay Uh, you might have done all of this and uh, and uh, luck and patience uh, also are equally important uh, you know markets will test your patience for longest time uh, many people give up uh, right and that is yeah. why they don't create wealth so all of this if you have the skills and all you know these traits you can you can try your hands in direct investing but if you don't have any one of these okay any one of these then it might not be a good idea you will eventually uh, burn you know uh, your uh, your hands in in stock market then what do you do then the so if you don't know how to do this on your own i always see i always say take help take professional advice now there are various methods you can do one is to go through the mutual fund group which is very common uh, as i said even if you have 500000 rupees you can start on your own right there are a lot of mutual funds there in the country the fund managers who manage these funds have been around for 10 20 30 years uh, they yeah. have the experience they have the team okay they have a research analyst yeah uh, you know uh, covering various sectors and they have a lot of information because the size they manage they have a lot of information which you and me may not have right yeah and and, and it's the full time job so that is the obvious the obvious uh, way to do it the other option is pms portfolio management services a portfolio management services uh, is a vehicle where you're supposed to invest at least 50 lakhs as per regulation right minimum corpus you need is 50 lakhs now the whole idea of pms came uh, you know the concept of this was that mutual funds are standardized vehicles right it's like a bus uh, you know in bombay if you want to go around in bus all the bus has standard routes right standard fare okay 
and uh, and uh, you can't deviate from it right you know this bus will go to this destination and if your destination is also the same you can board into the bus pay the fare and this is the most cost efficient way and even safer also riding in a bus is quite safer right because the driver of the bus is an experienced uh, person he has been driving that bus for maybe 10 20 years so he knows how to navigate the roads and everything pms on the other hand is like you know driving your own car okay or or hiring a car right yeah, you are hiring a car exclusively for you you don't want other other passengers to to you know to come to share the ride with you because you have money you can you can pay higher charges but the idea of the car was that you can design your own route okay you can design your own destination time and everything yeah so pms was like if i have 50 lakhs i am not interested in the standard mutual funds because you know my goal is different i want a product which is highly concentrated only invest in it sector because i feel it sector will do good uh, okay and i want my entire money to go into these top 5 companies or top 10 companies only okay mm-hmm. i can't choose mutual funds because mutual funds you know has uh, far mm-hmm. many regulatory things that they have to, uh, to to do it has to be very diversified right that is how i can i am ideally i should go to pms who can create a customized portfolio for me right that was the whole idea of pms so if vinamra has a different objective different risk profile he can go to pms and and create a portfolio based on your requirement Uh, if i have a different requirement i can go to a pms and create a portfolio right this is the, this was the classic textbook definition of a pms yeah but again uh, unfortunately in india it's not happening that way uh, unless you have 100 crores or 50 crores you know uh, nobody is going to customize portfolio for you okay so if yeah. you go with 50 lakh they'll say okay look we have these three standard portfolios which actually is like mutual funds in a way you know because yeah. they have these model portfolios and you have to choose any of these model portfolios of course these model portfolios may be literally different from uh, mutual funds because mutual fund has to have all those checklist uh, tick mark pms at least sebi has no regulation that how many stocks you can hold you can have a you can have a tech stock portfolio or stuff like that so to that extent it is little more customized but not 100% customized the way you want not 100% unless you have to be support okay so you have to choose between three or four schemes that they have and these are mostly so so suppose if you go to an x uh, pms and invest in their product and i also go to that x pms and invest in that product our portfolio will look very much similar the only difference is that in pms all the stocks they buy they, that comes into your demat account okay directly mm-hmm. so you are the owner of those uh, stocks it's just that the pms manages managing your money you know for you but you hold in mutual fund you don't hold directly stocks into your account okay mm-hmm. it is in the trust format so that is how pms is run oh. uh, right and of course and of course for that reason they have little more charges there that charges at, uh, you know there is no capping on the fees uh, as per sebi that's why they can they can have a customized charges for pms in mutual fund whether you have 50 crores or 500 crores you and me both are the same mm-hmm. but in pms you can negotiate the fees with the fund manager okay and uh, and uh, and uh, and and like at least every time the fund manager is buying stocks or selling stocks you come to know what they are bought also which you will never know in mutual fund so this is where there are these differences between pms and mutual funds so i would recommend some pms for those people who are more risk you know aggressive as in they want 
they are they are more empowered customer they are more uh, they are more evolved they understand the risk what happens in a pms because pms can have a very different portfolio than a mutual fund uh, you know they can have a one stock which can go up to 50% in the portfolio right there, there are no regulation there no capping there so somebody who is very evolved somebody who has a five year or seven year long term time time frame and are looking for more aggressive returns or risk profile they can choose pms compared to a mutual fund so this was actually going to be one of my questions so you do recommend that once investors mature you know they have done mutual funds for a long time they can start and they have the available corpus they can start performing pms because at that point it is better for the investor i don't know whether it is better or not uh, vinamra uh, because uh, if you see the results uh, performance uh, results they are mixed you know they mixed uh, there is no guarantee that by taking high risk you will get high returns there is no guarantee okay, okay? yeah 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 uh, the only thing is of course see when any customer or any client comes to us and they say look you know i want to do pms we want to ask why you want to do pms okay mm-hmm. okay if they say okay i'm looking for a very customized portfolio you know i'm looking for a portfolio which has which only invest in financial services and i want a very concentrated portfolio right uh, 10 stocks portfolio 15 stocks i don't want 40 stocks in my portfolio right we want to understand their 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 logic their and logic. if you convince them okay, what he is saying is is uh, is what he means then we we show him okay these are the few options that you might look at but okay. please be aware that these have very high risk and high returns and if you understand all of this maybe then this is right okay makes sense makes sense so and, and you know and some of the pmss have a very special themes like you know I, without naming i'll tell you few pmss like they have one one of the pms has a theme like they only invest in those sectors which will benefit from the organized uh, sector you know the the movement from unorganized to organized space okay and is that not present in mutual funds no in mutual funds most of these funds are fairly standardized right most of the objectives of these i told you know, it's like these bus routes right these are yeah, fairly yeah, yeah, yeah. standardized for everyone right but in pms i can choose the theme which i want you know if i want to invest uh, only in mid cap it i can say okay here is a pms which will only invest in mid cap it okay okay a, a, a mutual fund can't do this okay okay so 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 like you know there is a pms uh, you know where they invest in only 10 15 12 small cap names mm. okay so a mutual fund can never do this they can't okay they can't you know so that is where pms has its advantage mm. but of course the customer or the client who is buying it has to know the risk and rewards Absolutely. very well uh, and then venture into it so now looking at the other side of it you know when a market matures like the us or europe has there is less outperformance from actively traded um, sort of vehicles compared to etfs so we have seen this in um, us in the past you know 10 15 years do you think as the indian stock market matures we will be seeing something similar absolutely yeah no doubt about it. see uh, you know in india you know we are in many cases we are following the west right because yeah. in the west is is far more evolved industry it's been there for more than 100 years in india it's just 30 35 40 years so we are we have yet to be you know catch up right in us you have far more institutional participation right uh, you know 
individuals uh, do not buy stocks as much as they buy through the funds route or mm-hmm. through any institution. So when all the players in the market are institutions, right? They have far more better edge, analytical edge, information mm-hmm. edge, yeah. stuff like that. And that is why it is very difficult to identify those opportunities. Uh, uh, you know, not yeah. that easy. That is why, and and that is why uh, you know most of the most of the markets are not able to beat the benchmarks there. Most of the fund managers, mm-hmm. right? In India, right now it is not as deep uh, as US. Of course, it will. It's uh-huh. still a long way. But after 10-15 years, when Indian markets also become very deep and uh, you know uh, a lot of institutional players are there, then it will be difficult for fund managers to beat the market. The only way they can beat the market is if they keep their costs low. And that is where costs play yeah. a big role. Yeah. In US, why one of the reasons most fund managers were unable to beat the markets, their expenses were very high. The expenses uh, are charged yeah. investors, you mean? Exactly. Okay. But, uh, you know, so post expenses to beat the market was very difficult. You know, if the charges were like 3%, 4% per annum, yeah. you know, you have to beat the market at least by 3-4% per annum to show that outperformance. Yeah, I think luckily standard yeah. standard charges probably I'm not sure the same in India also two twenty right. So in US in US uh, that two twenty was very popular and is still popular like two percent fixed fee and twenty percent portfolio. Okay. Uh, yeah. To my mind, this is this is very high in a sense because yeah, yeah. To so after after deducting all all these charges, you barely beat the benchmark. Right? Yeah. So that is why most most investors thought if I'm paying the cost is certain the output is not right mm-hmm. so why should I pay so much cost let me just buy an index fund which is very cheap and you know I'll yeah. all I'll get is the market return, right yeah see the whole game the way you have to understand this game is look the index if you play the index index can give you around 12% return let's say in India right so whether you invest I invest we are all assured of 12% return if you buy and hold yeah. right? active funds are designed to maybe give Two percent or three percent alpha over the long term. Yeah. So basically, we are all fighting this two or three percent game where there is no guarantee. Yeah. The cost that you are paying is guaranteed, right? Yeah. The outcome is not guaranteed. Yeah. Right. So the, an investor who can identify that look, am I happy with the market return, which is twelve percent, or I am really going for that two percent alpha, and I don't mind paying these fees to get this two percent alpha. Yeah, the two percent. Yeah. And by the way, if ten over a ten year period, if he if he or she end up getting two percent extra, that two percent extra is actually a lot. Yeah. You know, over a big corpus and over a ten year time frame, this two percent is not a small amount. It is actually a big amount. When compounded, the difference. I think the difference. Exactly. Yeah. Provided you get it, you know, there's no guarantee to that. But uh, but that is the hope. That is the hope. People are you know putting money in active funds or PMS to beat the market over a ten year period and get that two three percent alpha. Yeah, but increasingly it will be becoming difficult, at least in the large cap space, where the all those large cap companies are highly researched. Nobody has those advantages. Only in small cap and mid cap space, where still you know your research, your your analysis can help you pick those multi baggers. That is where uh, I think uh, still ten years to go. You know where you can still create alpha. Okay, makes sense. So. Even even in the mutual fund space, investors have a lot of options. You uh, you've spoken about you know do you have uh, mutual funds by market cap uh, and sectoral funds? How can an investor navigate their way through this to pick the fund that works best for them? 
again uh, i would like to bring simplicity here uh, you know for 95% of the investors uh, to begin the journey if they stick to just index funds let's say to begin with index funds, okay yeah. that should be good enough because at least they are getting market returns yeah after 2 3 years of being in the market seeing the cycles now they have become little more evolved and now they want to let's say you know kind of experiment with you know some other themes that is when they can have two portfolios there is core portfolio and satellite portfolio okay so core portfolio of around 70% can be in index funds or the market returns with this 30% satellite portfolio they can then go and choose active funds uh, you know or different sector based funds or a mid or small cap funds to see if by adding these funds into the portfolio does it add value to the overall portfolio or not mm-hmm. and if over 2 3 years they are able to see the results yes by putting this money in satellite portfolio they are able to earn 2 3% extra higher compared to the market returns over a period of time they can increase the satellite portfolio from 30 to 40% and 50 and, and so on and so forth makes sense makes sense okay? but by and large by and large uh, uh, a diy do it yourself investor first time should try with index funds index okay? funds yeah yes because that is a no brainer you will not go wrong in index funds right and and then when you evolve then you can choose maybe other diversified funds or multi cap funds or flexi cap based on what your risk profile yeah. is yeah so you know even even in the in this conversation and honestly in the mutual funds as a whole there's a lot of information on buying mutual funds how can an investor decide that you know it's time to exit or switch mutual funds how can they make that decision yes i i think you're right this is a big kind of a million dollar question uh, you know but see i have a very simple rule whenever uh, is you know the best time to buy is when you have money and the best time to sell is when you need money and make sure you have spent 10 years in between okay so the day you are buying you make sure that for next 10 years you are not going to touch this money okay let it compound and let it grow and after 10 years when you do have the need you know then you you withdraw whenever you have the requirement does, does this even this, does this even apply at uh, all time highs like uh, what we are going through right now exactly then even this won't bother you because because if you end up buying even at these levels today suppose you are buying at these levels and you are holding for 10 years minimum okay i can tell you in 95% of the experiences you will have a very good positive experience yeah. okay because you have given time right yeah see just the way you should think is today let's say sensex is might be around 67 68000 right at 15% compounded returns okay or at 12% compounded returns in next 12 year in next 12 years sensex can touch perhaps A figure of two lakh eighty thousand. Okay, again I'm I'm repeating. Seven, we are at seventy thousand today. Yeah. If markets continue to deliver long term returns of twelve percent in next twelve years, you can actually look at Sensex touching two lakh eighty thousand figure mark. And this is pure mathematics, nothing yeah. else. Okay. Now, if if you are holding for ten twelve years, and if you know that Sensex will be around two hundred fifty lakh or two hundred two hundred eighty thousand mark. then really does it really bother whether you bought at 65000 or 67 or 70 no 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 that is why i said that, that is why i said the best time to invest is when you have money you have money the best the best time to withdraw is when you need money and make sure you have given 10 years in between that's it yeah yeah okay 
that's absolutely right yeah unfortunately what happens is we spend too much time in trying to time the market you know whether this is a good time not so good time you know i mean 3 months back market was at 15% down as in compared to what of 20% down overall you know yeah. uh, but then that time also people were thinking it was high right and yeah. markets have gone higher than that level now and yeah. today people are even more doubtful that what should they do so you know and there is a wonderful saying that far more money has been lost waiting for correction then the correction itself yeah bro <laughs> that's very true yeah so and in your know, all all of these things vinamra you learn after spending 20 years in markets you know yeah. if you are a newbie you will not learn because you will like to apply your mind and you will have your own thinking and only when you do all these mistakes and experiment and after 15 years you realize that yeah none of these things work just stay there you know staying there will make all the money for you rather than trying to time the market here and there that's why we have that's why we have you on the podcast all the years <laughs> absolutely i i I'm, i'm trying to share all the mistakes that i have done in my life in the last 20 years i mean you know you won't you won't believe you know when i was 24 25 i was in uk london and i was earning a lot of money uh, from my job and 2007 8 markets were going one way up and i thought let me put my money in derivatives futures and options and double my money triple my money because you can take leverage against it and i did and in 6 months i lost 50 lakhs rupees okay yeah. i lost all my savings i lost all my night sleep i was not able to focus on work uh, it was pretty traumatic and stressful and then i realized that there is no way to make fast bucks okay uh, you know the only way to create wealth is is long term stay there uh, you can't be smarter than the market right market knows how to make you humble right so i realized this lesson early in my life today when i realize, when i see in hindsight i think that was the that was very low tuition fees that i paid to the market you know very small tuition fees right had i would have done the mistake today uh, i don't know how much i would have lost so today no nothing excites me really you know no uh, you know no amount of greed excites me at all i'm very grounded i'm happy with like let's say 14 15% return over a long term right and now all i'm playing is the game of compounding just stay there don't touch unless you need it see one thing that you have to understand uh, vinamra okay when, when if you want to answer when to put and when to this thing see markets 90% of the time 90% of the time you will not know when to enter when to exit okay and you should not do any action you should just sit but maybe 5% of the time you know life is like a standard uh, this thing normal curve we all understand normal distribution curve right so you have you know one standard deviation two standard deviation and three standard deviation right up till two standard deviation you should do nothing let market come go whatever but in the last phase when you are very much euphoric or very much pessimistic you know and you will know the signs you know when you look around you will know the signs like because all of you are young i cannot give you a case of 2000 or 2007 but i'll give you covid example right in covid march 2020 markets fell by 40% everywhere there was panic right everything was falling that gives you a good sign that you know uh, the whole world is pessimistic that is a time that is a screaming buy whatever you have you know and if you're rational if you think if if the world survives covid then everybody will make money if you put today okay but how many people had the guts to put money at that time very few very few same thing same thing in crypto because you know since you run this podcast and a lot of these millennial uh, investors would have tried their hands in cryptos like one and a half years back you know crypto was going through the roof right mm-hmm. 
everybody was talking about cryptos you see all the ads were of cryptos and there was a newspaper ad where i saw that 10 million accounts or some uh, sorry uh, 9 10 crore accounts crypto opened in last whatever one two years Mm-hmm. that gives you a clear indication that you know everybody was rushing for crypto that should give you if something is is rising too fast too too at too at such a high pace uh, that should give you a, a warning signal right yeah uh, but when you are in the cycle it's difficult to realize and that is your experience helps you if you have spent 20 years in the market and you've seen various bust and boom cycles uh, you know that this is a this is a great cycle and if you stay away see you okay i'm not saying that you should not participate in crypto but you participate but you should have the wisdom to come out you know much earlier than the when and not when the music stops right yeah. you can never time your exit perfectly but even if you have come down 20% before the price not bad right at least you are you're not not trading you know when they have down 80% now yeah so yeah. so 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 the way to identify whether there are bubbles or panic in the market is to is to see the flows that's coming to that particular space you know when you're talking to your friends and everybody's like you know talking about the same thing i mean it's uh, you know you start getting a hint ki a bubble is forming yeah. only okay. that point of time you should kind of stay out otherwise i normally say remain invested you know remain like invested. today for example today for example markets are all time high so many people are worried as long as people are worried with that it means it is not a bubble then yeah. if if people are cautious right now if people are cautious which means it's not a bubble Which is, okay. which is kind of what's happening right now. So many people being cautious. Exactly. So that is why that is why I I don't see markets may be expensive. Markets may be see markets always move like a pendulum. They are either at the extreme right of the pendulum or they are extreme left of the pendulum. Right. Yeah. Markets will never be centered for a long time. They are either expensive or they are cheap. Right. So it's not that the moment market has become little expensive, you start selling. That is not the way you will make wealth. Yeah. You have to ride side also. Only when you realize that. the pendulum has swung to the far right okay and you know everybody is putting the money here only and your past returns are showing amazing right incredible that is when you should have a red flag and you should start booking profits and move to asset class that is not perform well okay because at any given point of time some or other asset class will not not be performing that is how all asset classes are yeah so okay. only by you know only by experience will be able to spot these things uh, over a period of time Yeah, absolutely. I think with this we can conclude today's conversation. I know I told you earlier that today's podcast is going to be twenty minutes, and we have well, well exceeded that. But I really want to say thank you so much, and uh, I hope the listeners have a much better understanding of how mutual funds can help them build wealth in the long run. So I really appreciate you coming on today. Absolutely, my pleasure, Vinamudra. I think uh, you should be doing many of these podcasts with different speakers. Yeah. Uh, each speaker will bring their own, uh, you know, nuances and their own learnings and experiences. And you know, there are many roads to create wealth. There is no one road as such, right? Uh, there are many ways, right? But you see, in, in in when you enter the markets, more than knowing the market, you have to know yourself first. Who are you? What kind of person are you, right? Yeah. Uh, are you a person who who can take lot of volatility on your stride, or are you a person who is happy with ten percent, twelve percent return, but want safety and stuff like that? You know, if you don't know who are you, stock market is the most expensive place to find out. Yeah, right. True. So, 
So this is what my message to to all our listeners is, and uh, wish you all the very best. Thank and, you. Uh, Thank you. Anytime, if you have, if you want me to come back for more sessions, more than happy to do so. Done. Done. Absolutely. So this brings us to the end of the thirteenth episode. I hope you guys enjoyed. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I wish all of you to have the best rest of your day. Thank you.